You're listening to episode number 27 of the Fashion Your Passion podcast. This week, college student and health enthusiast Simone and I sit down and chat about her Instagram page, Sim Things. Her Instagram page started out as a way to keep track of her diagnosis of Lyme disease and spread the word about the illness. Now it has blossomed into a collage of her life, Lyme, health and fitness, taking care of the planet, yoga, and everything in between. I am so excited for you to listen to this episode. Now let's get to it. Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Reyes, a college student here to help you fashion your passion and transform your life. This past year, I learned a lot about living out your true passions and implementing the best habits, and I'm ready to share these tips with you. Season three is nothing like you've ever heard on any other podcast before, and I'm so excited to take you on this journey with me. Let's get to it. As many of you know, this podcast was just a 4 a.m. idea in preparation for a school project. Now it is a way that I get to spread my voice and help other teens create the best habits for their life. I want to hear your voice too. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's all the tools you need in the app or on their website. And my favorite part is that Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast too. It's everything you need, and all you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Welcome back to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. This week, I am here with the lovely Sim. This week, we are going to talk about all the things through health, college, and just life in general. So Sim, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you today. Thanks for having me. I'm very happy to be here. So talk to me a little bit about what you're doing right now, what you're sort of passionate about right now, and all that fun stuff. So to start, I am a fourth-year student at the University of Florida studying animal science and woman studies as my minor. I met Sammy through Instagram, through accounts that we both have. Mine's like a health and fitness account with like yoga. So that's like one of my passions I've gotten really into over the past year. And basically like through balancing like school and then my health goals and my fitness goals and just making sure everything is balanced. That's kind of what fostered me to make my blog and everything like that. And I got into it just by pure interest. I've always been into yoga and health since a very younger age back in high school. Now I feel like I'm more knowledgeable and educated about the whole community. So now I feel like I can actually put it out there in the world to see in a healthy and non-harmful way. That's amazing. Talk to me a little about the journey to you getting to this point of you pursuing this health account and getting into yoga more. And talk to me a little bit about what you're majoring in college and what you're doing, sort of how you decided what you wanted to do with that as well. Okay. Both those paths are very different. I feel like my animal science pre-vet track doesn't really overlap with the health and fitness community. So they kind of don't really intertwine on my path to journey. I feel like they were two separate journeys, but we'll start with the school one first and how I decided to be in this major and pursue this career goal. I've always had like a love for animals and science and just like the natural world. Ever since I was little, my mother always said that I was always saying that I was going to be a vet, loved all animals, never found one that I did not like. And then one time in high school, during a fire drill, we were outside and there was a little tiny bird stuck on a piece of plastic string and it was tied around one of the picnic tables outside. And the string had actually cut into the 
bird's leg. So it was literally like engorged into the bird's leg and no one would help it. Like we had our teachers, we were all just like watching it. And I was like, you know, someone's got to do something. So I stepped up to the plate, I grabbed the bird and I untangled it from the piece of plastic wire thing or whatever you want to call it. And then the bird flew away. And that feeling was just very like, ah, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is like a good feeling. Like I could help animals. I was the only one to do it. Like this was such a great feeling. And it kind of just manifested into this career goal and my education purpose. It just kind of like gave me that this is what I got to do. And it's funny because when I was at that moment in time, I was actually debating on whether to go down the dietetics and like nutrition aspect route because I was getting into health and fitness at that point, but it wasn't in the most healthy way. So I'm very happy that that moment happened and I was able to veer off into the right career path. For my health and fitness one, it happened around the same time in high school. I was always very active. I got into yoga through my dance training because I was trained in classical ballet and jazz and all that stuff. So it came very naturally, but then I started to practice on my own at home and started getting into funky positions and poses. And me and my best friend, Sierra, we just bonded over that even more. That's kind of how I got all started with it. Only recently have I really figured it out how to have it be a healthy habit because before I had eating issues and it just wasn't a healthy habit to keep, but I've made my progress over and I'm in a good state right now. I feel like that's so important nowadays. There's so much information out there and there's so many different things that so many different people are saying that it's so hard to understand what's the right way to do it. What would your advice be for someone who's trying to figure out their way along this health path? The first thing that popped in my head is don't do diets. Don't go into any crash diets. Just eat intuitively, eat healthy. Currently, I'm tracking my macros, but if you're not in a healthy state of mind where you're confident enough in yourself, that whole tracking and the numbers and that more of like a restrictive lifestyle could be harmful. But number one, I'd say don't diet. Two, I'd say don't sweat the little things. Eat that cupcake, eat your cookie, eat dinner with your family, go out to eat with your friends. This is supposed to be a sustainable journey. My third one, I'd say is to, I'm going to have two more, actually. My third one is to say is to find accurate, good information. I feel like when I was starting, I got a lot of information off of health blogs and health magazines and magazines like Cosmopolitan and all those other like preteen magazines. And they're not projecting or putting out a good example of how to be overall healthy for the long run. It's always like, get skinny in five days or get X amount of pounds lost in X amount of days. It's just not realistic. So definitely find accurate information, stay away from any biased sources. And then finally, the one that really has helped me right now is find like a group of girls who are going to support you and who are going to be there when you need help and need to pick me up. That's currently what I have on my Instagram community. We have like a group of 10 or less girls and we all have a group chat and we hype each other up and we're there for questions and we're all at different stages and journeys of our fitness. Having a support group is very important because I feel like when I was younger, I didn't have a support group and I was always by myself and looking for things that were not going to benefit me as like support. I think it's so important because they always say that you are the five people who you surround yourself with. I've definitely seen when I started to change up who I was surrounding myself with, I've definitely seen a huge difference in the way that I go about my life because of these people. So that's so, so true. And that's such a good tip. Surround yourself with good people. Talk to me a little bit about 
I know you were saying how when you figured out your major in college, you knew you were passionate about it because from young age, that experience that happened. Was there ever a time where you were like, well, I'm not really sure if I want to do this exactly? Or have you had those feelings with other things in your life? Just talk me through that. Yeah, of course. Definitely if I've had a lot of doubts about my major and career path, it is a tougher or like more strenuous career path in my opinion. It's not like a four-year program and then you're ready to go in the workforce, which those are also still like stressful times. But I was always worried that my academic grades were not strong enough to be competitive for veterinary medicine. I always had that like small doubt in my mind and I have countlessly had many panic attacks where I have to call like my mom or I call my big and I'm just like, I don't think I'm going to be cut out for this. I really think I'm going to waste my four years of undergrad in a major that's not going to get me anywhere because I won't be good enough. But I was always constantly reassured and they kind of just like put things in perspective that you're not going to be doing chemistry when you're treating an animal or a patient. This is just the hard part and you just got to get through it. And they always just reassured me that The passion that I had in high school, it's still there. And if I literally cannot find that passion, that feeling, that drive that wants me to get where I need to be, then I can possibly change my mind and start considering different options. But I definitely had my doubts about it. It's all like in the moment. It's when you're failing a class or you're not doing well on exams or you're stressed out and you start to have those self-doubts. That's when it creeps in and that's when it gets you. Going back to having a good support system and then always remembering why you started is very helpful. Yeah, that's so good because I feel like that's definitely part of the reason why I started this podcast is because I always knew that everyone had something that they love to do and they always love it. But there's a time in everyone's lives where they just get so busy with everything else required of them that they can't focus on what they love to do and they can't see how they love it. And so that's super key. I guess it meshes in with this, but through your health and fitness account, I've seen you exemplify discipline in a way that I just am so inspired by. Thank you. Talk to me a little bit about your definition of discipline and sort of how you developed disciplined life, I guess you would call it, and your tips for others to sort of get into that. I'm not the best person when it comes to committing to things and disciplining myself. I feel like this summer was a huge period of growth for me where I was actually able to stick to my goals and be disciplined and make appropriate sacrifices. Not like I was sacrificing too much, but having a good sense of when to do something and when not to do something and when to go one option versus the next. Overall, I think that the term discipline is kind of just like keeping it simple, kicking out the BS and doing what's necessary to get where you want to be. No excuses, not feeling bad for yourself, not putting yourself under the weather because it's getting too tough or because you're tired. Because all those are short-term feelings is what I kind of realized this summer. I would come home from my internship after a long day. All of me wanted to literally just lie in bed, eat dinner and go to sleep because I had to repeat it all over the next day. But I knew that I had these fitness goals and these body goals that I wanted to obtain. And I knew the only way I was going to get that is if I got my butt in the gym. So I would drag myself out of the car, go inside, get changed, and then just automatically hit the gym. And I'd feel a lot better afterwards. I'd still be tired, but I was satisfied. And I wasn't upset that I didn't do something that would better myself in the long run. Because I feel like a lot of times it's the short-term 
problems that drag people down and make people not obtain their goals and what they want to do. Discipline is definitely just prioritizing things, being like your own mom, I guess, like having someone to call you out on your BS and be able to tell you like, no, you got to do this. You want to do this. You get to do this. So let's do it. And then what was the other half of the question? (laughs) It was just like, you know, explain discipline, then just give some advice about discipline, but you got it. For like advice or like the path that I took about it was definitely like planning ahead and sticking to those plans. I have like five different sources of planning. Like I have my Google calendar. I have my wall calendar. I have my planner. I have my cell phone. I make lists on my notepad and like on the app and just making sure that I have a set plan of things that I want to do. And I make sure that they're realistic. If I have a to-do list that's more than like five, then that's not realistic in my aspect. So yeah, just sticking to a plan, prioritizing things, but also maintaining balance. There are some days where I would hang out with my friends instead of going to the gym, but like that's once in a while. You got to give yourself some slack, but just not too much. So it's a lot of balance. We are one and the same because I literally have like five different methods of planning as well. Checks and balances, you know? There's some lists where I'm like, it's more general. It's like all the things I have to do. And then there's other lists where it's like, what am I doing today? What am I doing tomorrow? Exactly. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. So I was going to say, you know, it's all about priorities. And it's all about what you want to do versus what you need to do. Someone was asking me yesterday, they're like, Sammy, like, I'm never motivated to work out. Like, what do I do? Sometimes it's not, I want to do this. It's I need to do this or I have to do this. For me, that's what changes a lot. I couldn't agree more. This has been amazing so far. So for the final question of this podcast, based off of the title of this podcast, which is Fashion Your Passion Podcast, what is one tip that you would give dreamers based off of how you have fashioned your passion? I would definitely say to just go for it and dive head first. I feel like when people start things that not a lot of people are doing, like start their own podcasts, start their own health and fitness accounts are pretty like everywhere. But when you're like the first one in your group or social atmosphere and community to do something, there might be a lot of embarrassment or doubts. And I definitely had that when I first started my fitness account where I was like, ah, what are these people going to see and like think about me? Are they going to think I'm conceited that I'm talking about myself in like this one account? You just got to push past that and literally just dive in because you're going to wreak so many rewards when you do find something that you're passionate about. It becomes your thing that keeps you going throughout the week. Like I love going on this community and just like feeling the positivity, feeling the support and like the motivation to keep going. So I definitely say just start it, see where it goes, don't give up and definitely just dive right in because it's going to turn into something really good if you're actually super dedicated and passionate about it. That is so, so, so good. This has been amazing. Tell everyone where they could find you on social and wherever else you know, you're know you on. My health fitness, like yoga, Instagram is called simthings underscore. So S-I-M-T-H-I-N-G-S underscore. I'll follow back most likely if you have the same ideas and ideals as me and like same content. But that's about it. I have personal accounts, but that's just what's it like being Simone and everything. So thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I hope you learned something from this episode. And if you did, don't forget to screenshot you listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story and tag me at Fashion Your Passion podcast. I love hearing what you learned as well. Do not forget to scroll down and leave a rating and review. I love to read those too and know what you guys are thinking about the podcast. Be sure to tell all of your friends about this podcast because 
I want to spread this to as many teens as possible. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next week.